Okay, folks, welcome to this week's Five Property Market Update. This is from last week, the 7th of May to the 13th of May yesterday. This is a look right across the um, whole of Fife in terms of the number of properties come onto the market versus the number of properties actually sold. It gives us a strong indicator of where supply and demand is right now. Um, obviously, we want a stabilised market. Um, sometimes it can be there's an oversupply of property. In other words, there's more property coming into the market than there is actually being sold. Uh, sometimes there's an undersupply of property. In other words, there's less property coming to the market than the property being sold in the week as well. Um, one can cause a price drop, while the other can cause a price increase. Um, so we do want like for like, more or less, the same amount of properties coming on as the same amount of properties being sold. Uh, and that then keeps a stabilised market, stabilised prices as well. So hopefully that explains where we are in terms of that. Uh, but we're going to look at some numbers and actually show you where that is right now in terms of the five property market, because um, I've got these together. Um, so this is week one. Uh, this is week uh, the week of uh, May. Okay, so the 6th to the 13th of May. Now, right across the regions, as you can see in the Cooper area, 14 properties came on that week, actually nine sold. East Nuke, seven came on, five sold. Six versus six and St Andrews, which is really good for St Andrews because St Andrews is top end of the market. Uh, Leadmouth, five versus 12. <laughs> in other words, 12 properties actually sold in the Leadmouth area, but only five properties are listed. You don't really want that to happen because obviously that then increases the demand, whereas there's a restriction in supply just in that area, which actually starts to push up the prices in the Leadmouth area. Um, whether that's, um, whether that's going to continue as a trend, uh, we'll see the next week and the week after, and then we'll look at the month in general and see where it lands with that. And that will give us a really good indication in the Leibniz area of property prices are actually going to go up or they're going to, just going to stabilise like everybody else. Because uh, we break it down in regions because it's different. Uh, you could you could obviously see a property in St Andrews, for example, a two-bedroom ex-local authority flat in St Andrews is around about 250,000, whereas in the Leibniz area, it's around about 75,000. Um, so there's a big difference. Uh, yeah, it's the same, exact same property but it's in a different area, hence the reason why we're looking at regional areas, because it is important to know um, for people in these regions that want to buy in these regions where they should be offering and, and what they should be offering. In other words, if there's a huge amount of demand, then potentially in that area alone, property prices are your offer would have to be significant over the home report value. Um, if there's a stabilisation in the market, um, then possibly that offer should only be round about the home report value or a couple of percentage points over, or maybe a couple of percentage points under if there's a extreme oversupply in the area um, and there's uh, less property actually, less people actually buying in that particular area. So hopefully that, um, as I said, gives you some indication about what's going on. Uh, Dunfermline 65 came out the market versus 54, going off this 12 versus 15, I'll be a bit over supply of properties, um, uh, Undersupply of properties in, in, in Glen Office with 12, um, and demand has actually gone up. Uh, Kirkcaldy, 30 versus 18. 139 versus 120, which is kind of what we're wanting and what we expect. Uh, there'll be about 1 in 10 out of these properties over a period of time, which will potentially, this is, a, this is a benchmark, which potentially change their mind or withdraw from the market. Um, so if you take 1 in 10 out of there, which is 14, that'll bring that down to roundabout um, the 125 mark itself, 125, 126, uh, and that would be round about 119 overall, which is getting bought. Now, this isn't like for like. In other words, these 14 properties coming on, nine of them are not getting sold immediately. It just means in that area, nine sold and actually 14 is instructed. It could be a mix. 
It could be a mix and price range as well. We did look at that last month and the price field and we had identified last month in the pricing um, that uh, everything under 250000 in the Fife area it tends to be moving quite well because mortgage availability up to that value in terms of affordability as well for people in Fife, it tend to be a lot easier than it is for 350,000 and upwards because the mortgage is a lot bigger in terms of the uh, in terms of the um, uh, earnings that the people are actually got themselves. So they can't afford a bigger payment every month for a for a mortgage as mortgage rates continue to increase, which means uh, we've got kind of a two tier system running just now, um, and the lower end of the market, which is the 250 downwards. At lower end, as I say, and general right across Fife, um, two fifty downwards isn't really lower because the average price in Fife is about one hundred sixty-eight thousand. So you know the the average price and above and, and and lower is where the market is quite actually quite actually fluid and flows quite well. Whereas above that, there tends to be an oversupply and it takes a lot longer to sell a property because there's less people in that market with that type of expenditure and that type of money and able to afford the property at 350,000 and upwards. So there'll be a restriction in that market compared to the people down in the 250,000 and downwards, which have, there's a bigger market for, for people actually buying in that, in, in, that, in that actual audience itself. Again, if you've got any questions, please feel free to ask while I'm doing this. Uh, if it is on the rerun or it's on the podcast, uh, you can message the director. You can still ask because it will probably come up in the comments and I'll be able to answer it later on. Um, at the end of the day, uh, the more information you have on the facts, the better a decision you can make if it is the time to sell for you or the time to stay put. Um, that's what this is all about, um, to give you the right information. Uh, make Always make decisions on facts not opinions. Uh, and if you do have an opinion or somebody else has an opinion, make sure you check that as actually factual before you progress any further. Uh, that's probably my best advice I can give anybody. Um, hence the reason why I say to uh, a lot of people out there is uh, it gets out for an initial consultation, have a chat with us and uh, and we can chat between ourselves um, and, and and we could probably give you our, our professional opinion, here's an opinion, uh, based on our facts though, um, if, if possibly this is the right decision for you, but also give you the facts at the same time, and then you can make that decision um, to see if it is right for you to uh, uh, sell and move on, or it's uh, potentially right for you, possibly at this point in time, to stay. I, I have often appeared to somebody's house, and this is a this is a story which is quite commonplace, um, and we've sat down, and then I've gone through, why am I here? Because I need to get you from A to B. In, in, in a, in a stress-free fashion, in a relaxed fashion, and I need to be able to do that with the right tools. So that's why I need to know where you are right now. Uh, and then once we ascertain that out of the discussion we've got, then I'll present the facts, and then we'll come to a conclusion. And often that conclusion is sometimes in the fact that by the time you sell your house and buy another house, it's probably going to cost you the same amount of money, if not more, um, to get the other house that you're looking for. A classic example is when you uh, when some people actually move from a two-story house uh, and they want to then they want to then downsize from a two-story house to a, a bungalow for example now the bungalow is maybe smaller but it's on a bigger land area and its footprint is bigger as well so the number of rooms are smaller but the footprint's bigger and the land area is bigger and it's potentially in a different area um, which has got a premium for it and um, so by the time you work out um, in order to release, because this is all about releasing money possibly or being mortgage free. By the time you work out 
Um, sometimes, you know, if you sell your house and then try to buy another house at that, it ends up costing the same price point if you've got the now, if not more. So by moving house and downsizing and thinking you're going to save money and be mortgage free, uh, you end up uh, coming to the conclusion that you're actually just going to be where you are or you're probably going to have to take out a wee bit of bigger mortgage in order to do that. And that's why some people actually don't move at that point in time, because it's not the right time for them, because it doesn't mean it doesn't mean because they're doing it for a financial sense and the numbers don't work financially. So it makes no sense in moving. Uh, then we'll put them in touch with a mortgage broker who will possibly look at increasing the term of their mortgage in order to bring their monthly payments down on a monthly basis. It does mean their monthly payments might come down, for example, 20%, but the overall, we're moving the term out from 25 to 35 years, might end up putting their interest-only payments in total up by about 48%. But in that short-term period, it might be worth it because it alleviates their cash flow position. Again, if you're not sure what that means, or you think, that sounds like what I'm needing to do, by all means, message me direct and, and we'll give you the rest of the right advice and put you in touch with the with the right people. Remember, I am not a mortgage broker. I, I am only going on my personal experience of being a landlord and investor for 30 years uh, and the number of mortgage companies I've actually dealt with and also other people's circumstances and how they've sorted out as well. So it's my job to tell you examples and of things that have happened for other people, but potentially, and things that could happen for yourself, but then also put you in touch with the right person that could tell you that for a confirmed fact that yes, that is the case and this is where you are right now. Okay, let's talk about numbers again. Let's get back to the numbers. Uh, and so, so here it is right here. So as you can see right across the board, uh, again, this is, this is 20 people making a decision every single day on average in Fife to buy or sell a house with that 100, 139, which is about 140. Seven days a week, divided by 139, so about 20 properties a day. And then there's round about, I would say about 18 people actually deciding to uh, buy in that week. Incidentally, I like to take out sometimes a new build um, because new build isn't reflected in the sole figures. So we can seasonally adjust that. That's what they do, government figures. Uh, and if you take out the adjusted new build, uh, and that's for the Kirkcaldy area, it comes to 21 versus uh, 18, which is 130 versus 119. So there's only about 11 a difference here. So that's a, that's a nice stabilised market. This is potentially what we want every single time um, in terms of in terms of the um, the property market itself. This is what you want every single time in terms of the property market. You really want the number of properties coming on to reflect the same amount as the number of properties being sold in the area, therefore to keep a stabilised market. Um, so there's no undersupply, there's not an oversupply, so what's coming on is really what you're paying for. And it doesn't create a boom market, it doesn't create a declining market. That's good all round, um, keeps it nice and easy for everyone. Uh, let's talk about um, article. Uh, quick one, if you're a landlord and you struggle at this point in time, there's, there's now, just give me the stats on this, there's around about 236,000 landlords in in Scotland itself, 236,000 landlords in Scotland, we only own one property, which is round about 92% of the landlord population in Scotland. There's round about 26, 25,000 uh, landlords that actually own two properties. Um, and then there's round about 1,700 landlords that own three properties or more. So most landlords actually own one property. And because they own one property, it becomes difficult for them to understand and have to deal with all the legislation that's in, that's in place. 
Um, so often they'll use a letting agent to do that for them because they don't have the time to learn all that letting information and uh, legalized uh, legalize information and also the parks and the information they need to give a tenant when they move in and the managing the property as well and what they need to comply with in terms of legislation. Uh, so often these landlords, the 236,000, uh, will actually just use a letting agent to do their property. Um, but, but sometimes self-managed landlords try to do it themselves and they often come into the um, problems with uh, uh, how to deal with tenants and conflicts. So Richard and I did a, a show yesterday and a podcast yesterday. You can listen to it or you can read the article. It's entirely up to yourself um, when you want to do that uh, about tenant troubles and how to fix conflicts and disputes without losing your head. Uh, it was actually really good advice, but we also looked at landlord troubles as well. So we looked at the tenant troubles, we looked at the landlord troubles, and we looked at the common things that happen between tenant and landlords. And often, most of the times, it's actually just a, it's just a communication problem. Um, so we've actually gone through all the different scenarios in here um, in our show yesterday about how, um, how to, uh, how, for example, how prevention is better than cure, uh, how to, um, um, how to deal with uh, neighbour and noise issues from post, both point of views. Um, from a, a owner occupier and also from a tenant and a landlord perspective, um, how to deal with late and unpaid rent, also how to deal with damage and deposit disputes, and uh, and the last resort we actually dealt with um, yesterday on this podcast and show was um, how to serve notice and evictions, um, which is a very last resort. Um, that's only as a very very last resort you would ever do that. Um, there's no reason to to uh, evict a tenant unless they don't comply with one of the legislations but, but there often is a, a issue because landlords only own one property is it becomes personal uh, and so actually i actually talk about that in that show so hopefully that will help some landlords out there and also some tenants out there so so you can get together and make sure everything stays on track and the tenancy is still maintained everybody's got a roof over their head that's all you want really um stability okay so that's that hey, let's talk about what was actually sold in the week and i'll tell you why uh, this is a quick one here. So sold in the week, and we'll get on to what's coming on. Um, so this is uh, Laird Avenue Methyl. This was actually sold in two weeks. Now, this was on, this is a three-bedroom semi-detached house. On it offers over 130,000 uh, new owner, first-time buyer. Fantastic. First-time buyers, that's what we need. Uh, the lifeblood of the market. We did a show on that a couple of weeks ago. There's a huge amount of first-time buyers coming into the market now, which is fantastic news, because uh, that is that really keeps the market going. Um, so this was sold in two weeks. Uh, no surprise. It's a good price point. So that's why there's a good market for 130,000, offers over 130,000 for these types of properties. So if you do have a property like that, a three-bedroom, uh, semi-detached house, round about the Laird Avenue area of Metham, um, then they are going for uh, 130,000 uh, in terms of the price point. At the next one here, um, this was sold in two weeks. Uh, this is uh, North Winding Colmesborough, so, sold in uh, two weeks, and it was a two-bedroom mid-terrace house. Listed offers over 160000 and again, that's a first-time buyer that bought this. So again, fantastic news. First-time buyers are, are out there. They're getting the right mortgages in place. Um, I will talk about Skipton, what happened with them, 100% mortgages in a minute. Uh, Skipton have announced a 100% mortgage for a, for, for a tenant that actually rents just now. Uh, a new product on the market. So I'll quickly talk about that in a minute. Um, so again, a first-time buyer. So these properties itself are going for uh, around about 160,000 in the Collinsbury area in North Wind. Uh, so hopefully that'll give you some insight into what you could get for your house. 
if you're in that area. Uh, next one is Douglas Terrace and Windigates. Uh, that was sold in two weeks. Uh, that was a one bedroom, uh, first floor flat, uh, listed offers over 55,000. Uh, and that went very, very well. So these that's the type of properties in the Windigates area and the Douglas Terrace area. And they're getting offers over 55,000. Uh, next one, Clearwood Place in Cooper. Uh, sold in four days in Cooper. Three bedroom terrace house, listed offers over 190,000. And it is sold. Three bedroom terrace house, Clearwood Place up at the drum. And they are gone. They are going for 190,000 uh, and round about there. Um, so watch out if you've got property in that area and you're thinking, that's a good price point for me. That'll allow me better choices and where I want to go because I didn't realise this was so much that allowed me to trade up or it might be allowed to allow me to sell and relocate to another area. Then by all means, contact us uh, today. Um, okay, that's us with the number of properties here. So let's uh, close that one down and then we'll talk about what's coming soon. So let me talk about what's coming soon to the market. Uh, Main Street in Strathkinnis, a five-bedroom terraced house. Uh, that will be coming on. That is a big price point for this five-bedroom uh, uh, terraced house, which will be coming on uh, round about the five fifty to 600000 So Main Street and Strathkinnis will be coming. So if you're looking for a property out just outside St Andrews in the Strathkinnis area, by all means, contact us. The coming soons mean uh, we've signed them up. We're just putting all the photographs and descriptions together. They've maybe had the pre-portal done in it, the video, um, or maybe just about to get it done. Uh, this is your golden opportunity to jump in if this is the area you're looking for and you really can't find any properties at this point in time in that area and this might be the one for you. So you're better contacting us now and telling us that you're interested in this property so you can get a heads up when all the information becomes available before it hits any websites or before it maybe even goes on social media, actually. Uh, and so you're hearing about it now. Uh, St. Michael's Church in Cooper. This was the refurbishment of the church. Remember when we did that a couple of years back, two or three years back, um, we represented um, the developer who actually um, uh, developed the whole of St. Michael's Church. It's absolutely beautiful building. Uh, rest, restored to an extremely high standard. Gorgeous. Um, and a lot of the features were actually kept inside and outside of it as well and, and, and retaining all these features. Uh, so this is a two-bedroom apartment. That will be coming as well. So if you're looking for a two-bedroom apartment in the heart of Cooper, um, which is in the St. Michael's Church um, uh, new development, uh, then by all means contact us about that one. Um, the Cross and Windigates, Roland Buildings, two-bedroom mid-terrace house is going to be up for grabs. Uh, watch out for that one. Spotswood Gardens in St. Andrews, I've been out to that one. This is a five-bedroom detached bungalow. Wait till you see this property. Wow. Um, you know, I'll be honest, uh, you go around Spotswood Gardens and you think, yep, all the houses kind of look the same. And then out of the out of the blue, you just see this wee track going up in between the middle of the houses. It's like, where does that lead to? You just drive up there and it's like, oh my goodness. It's like Oasis. It's like an oasis in the desert. It's like, it's absolutely gorgeous. Coming to this manicured front garden and then you've got this five bedroom detached bungalow. And two receptions actually, but even one of the receptions is actually twice the size of a normal reception room. So essentially, if you stuck a stud partition in the middle, it would be three reception rooms. So it's got a huge amount of floor space. Uh, and it's uh, and it'd be perfect for possibly an extended family or somebody that's got a big family as well. Uh, because it is off the beaten track. It's not on the main road. It's up, it's up its own wee private drive and it goes straight into uh, into its own wee place. Um, and it backs out into Bogward Road as well. Um, so ideal property. Watch out for that one. If you're interested in that one, spot as we gardens, contact us uh, direct. 
the next one is Bisland Road, uh, Bisland Road in Glenoftis, two-bedroom mid-terraced house. Uh, that will be coming on uh, this week, so that's been signed up as well. So watch out for that one. Um, okay, that's the ones that are coming on soon. Uh, um, so if you're interested in any of these, please contact us direct. Don't miss out. I know people out there are saying, oh, the market's going to crash, and you get all these doom and gloom, but look at the economy just now. Look at where is the recession? It, we were told about it never appeared it's not here it's and now the bank of england and and the think tanks are turning around saying well we were kind of we're kind of wrong about the recession no kidding i never saw any indicators to suggest that that was going to happen um however uh, there is indicators on the horizon um it's uh, interest rates will still continue to go up a wee bit base rates probably to about five percent uh, inflation will take a bit longer uh, they've talked about this week this week when the base rates went up. So base rates went up this week from 4.25 to 4.5. It uh, means uh, anybody that's on a tracker rate or a variable rate, more than likely your mortgage rate will go up as well. If you can't afford to keep sustaining that when it goes up to 5%, potentially that's where it'll end up and level off there, uh, then by all means speak to a mortgage broker now to look at your options or speak to your bank, existing bank, to look at your options as well. If you're concerned about your mortgage, being uh, up in six months because 1.3 million people in the whole of Britain have fixed rate mortgages which will be due to expire this year with extremely low rates on them and they were due to expire and go up almost double maybe even possibly two and a half or three times what they originally had their fixed rate on so that could cause a potential problem head it off at the pass now speak to a mortgage broker immediately or speak to your bank about your options because potentially Fixing your rate and taking the hit for, for the, the, the small penalty it might be might be a lot less than having to sell your house and down and downsize to something less, you know, um, a lesser price point. So that might actually be a lot. Less. And an example of that is, for example, I went to see somebody and they said, and I says, well, what's your mortgage? And they said, well, it's 142,000. Okay. Uh, so why are you selling? All right. Well, in six months' time, our fixed rate's up. Okay. So how much is it going to cost you to sell? Well, we worked out it's going to cost them probably with a lawyer, a state agent, uh, and buying a property, it's going to cost them best part of maybe eight, possibly even £10,000. And I said, so, okay. So normally, within the last year of your mortgage being up, it's only about 1% the redemption penalty for actually redeeming it early. So 1% of £142,000 is £1,420. And you wouldn't need to move house because you might get a deal which will suit you for the next five years, which will mean you've got certainty in the amount of money you need to pay out for your mortgage rather than having it to go up or down. Oh, I never thought of that. I thought, well, an easy option. Why would you Why would you need to have all this disruption and pay all that money to buy and sell a property again if you can actually continue to stay in your house at a better mortgage rate than you are now without having to wait six months? So speak to your bank, speak to your mortgage broker and see if there's something that could be done if you're worried about your mortgage coming up in six months' time or, or it coming up um, for renewal, um, the fixed rate coming out of that deal in six months' time or a bit longer, um, or even in the next couple of months. Again, hopefully that makes sense, what I've just said. If it doesn't, please feel free to contact me. That's what we're here for, to give you the best advice possible and put you in touch with the, the right people to make the right decisions for you. It's a classic example is you don't know what you don't know, but it's our job to know what you don't know, which will probably help you 
maintain your existing um, maintain your existing in, in your existing property or or possibly have better options um, than you have right now um, because you maybe think you don't have any options and you have to sell but it's potentially the case that that might not be the case you might have a lot more options than you think so we have all that information we know the right people to put you in touch with in order to get the best advice to help you um to help you help yourself after all that's why we have on our website the tagline and we've always had it and we've got it on our brochures and everything this is all about helping you manage life as it happens so in other words as it happens right now this is helping you manage life all the way through we're here for the long run not just for a quick fix and a quick sale that's not what this is all about this is about a lifetime customer and and generations of lifetime customers eh, to look after okay so we've talked about coming soon um we've talked about the mortgage uh, situation and the fact that i consider i think personally and I'm, i think most of the the mortgage um uh, companies in the banks actually think the base rates are going to go up as well bank england's obviously indicated um their determination to get in, uh, inflation down they've now come to the realization that inflation well, they've come, well, they were after 2% by the end of the year, whereas the government was going, it'd be nice to just have inflation. Uh, Bank of England's now accepted that, that probably the realistic um, uh, situation is going to be inflation potentially, if they can get to half, in other words, 5% by the end of the year, because um, we're halfway through the year almost, uh, but then, and we're sitting at about 10 now. So if we can get to 5% by the end of the year, would be a good goal. So inflation is here to stay for the, for the, um, short term and possibly the medium term um, and we're going to have to see it through so you're going to have to play a bit more smarter with your budgets and, and where you are right now in terms of, you, of what you've got in disposable income uh, and then how you can refinance yourself at this point in time in order to make sure you've got enough cash every single month to survive and weather any storms that do come up um, always better to be prepared um, if you plan if you fail to plan you, find, you plan to fail that's effectively the, the, the expression that props into my mind. Uh, so Skipton, let me talk about Skipton for anybody that's a renter. Uh, Skipton has actually, Skipton uh, Building Site has actually launched a deposit-free mortgage um, aimed at renters. In other words, you're, if you're in a private rented property or any rented property right now, uh, and you're thinking, I can't save for a deposit because my rent's too high, then potentially Skipton could be your answer, Skipton Building Site. They are doing 100% mortgages. And what they're going to do is they're taking into account. Now, I've put on a YouTube link on here anyway, so you can watch that, what I talked about. But in summary, what they're going to do is they're going to take into account your mortgage payment history for the last 12 months. And if you've paid your, more, your rent sorry, every single time for the last 12 months on time, then they're going to take that as evidence um, for to say that you'll be a, you'll be a good bet along with their normal due diligence to see if you can afford this 100% mortgage uh, for the future. But be careful. Bank of England came out and said, we don't, you don't want to make, you want to make sure you're still covered and you want to make sure you do a risk or stress test. Um, so a, a proper mortgage broker, when you speak to them, it goes through this, will more than likely stress test you at the right levels to make sure that if interest rates, for example, go up to 8%, uh, then you can still afford them on a 100% free mortgage. Um, and I talk about it in the show, actually. Uh, let me just adjust my seat because it's going down a bit. Okay, so that's skipped in. Uh, I've talked about that. Um, completed over the line. Let's quickly talk about completed over the line before we finish off. I'll take a wee drink. 
So completed this uh, last week. This is the properties that we've actually sold last week. It's settled and we've handed the keys over to the, to the new buyer. Now we can tell you about what price point they went for um, and, and, and give you a rough and a good indication about um, how much properties are going for over the home report value in that particular price point in that particular area. So, for example, Station Road in Windigates was a two-bedroom apartment and it sold within a month um, when we put it on the market. And it sold for 10% over the home report value at £77,000. So that's kind of where these properties are going for, about the £77,000 mark, a two-bedroom apartment in the Station Road area of Windigates. Uh, the, the Grove in High Road in Strathkinnis, this was a five-bedroom detached house. This sold in three months uh, when we put it on the market, but it only sold for 1% over the home report value, which represented an extra £5,000. There you go, it's paid for. Um, so you basically got the stage in for nothing, and, and they did the job they were meant to do. Um, so that's roughly where these types of properties are going for, and that sort of price point is just probably just over the home report value. Turner Crescent Methyl, uh, that was a two-bedroom terrace house. It's actually sold in uh, a lot longer than average, which um, um, is about two months to sell. Um, and it sold in four months uh, for 4.5% of the home report value, represented another £5,000, uh, and it sold for £115,000. Um, and so that's the ones that went last week. But strong indication about taking a lot longer to sell. So that's okay. If your house is on the market and it's taking a lot longer than usual, remember you only need one person to buy it. But it's it's there's the market's contracted a lot with a lot more with interest rates going up and and people getting a bit more concerned about all their costs going up with inflation. Therefore, their affordability is actually dropping to be able to buy a bigger house or a or a or a more expensive house in terms of price point and afford the mortgage payments. Therefore, the the audiences are declining. Hence the reason why I talked about from three hundred fifty thousand and upwards. Um, or the 250 mark and upwards, that tends to be where the, the market starts to decline and the number, the, the big, the, the audience that actually starts to contract, um, the number of people that are actually able to buy that sort of price point. So it will take a wee bit longer than usual. So don't get stressed, sit back, relax, make sure your agent's doing the right thing, which they probably more than likely are. It's just about managing uh, the whole situation. Uh, and make sure. So don't get too upset if it's not going as quick as you should, um, because more than likely it is on track to happen. It'll just take a wee bit longer because there's less people in the market than there was last year. Last year and the year before was a totally different market. It's like anything would sell. A dog kind of would sell if you put it on um, within days. Um, but now it's a lot more different. You have to have a skilled estate agent that understands how to understands how to do some work this time rather than actually just putting it on. And, uh, and hoping for the best. that That's not possible anymore. You need a, an estate with proper strategies and proper ways. In other words, they need to get on the phones and start phoning people and start hustling uh, to make sure they get people through your door that are qualified buyers uh, will look to and will possibly look to buy your property. So that's probably the key, uh, uh, the lessons that would be learned out of this. Um, and this market now takes it. And, and also an estate agent knows how to learn how to chain build. In other words, Chain build is basically, I've got a house for sale, you've got a house for sale, uh, we'll look at your house, yep, we think you can sell your house, so we'll let you put an offer in, uh, we'll tell our seller that, yeah, we think it's a good offer, and we could more than likely sell your house in a reasonable amount of time to allow you then to buy this house, to allow them to move to the next house, 
And then potentially when we sell that other house, it might be a cash buyer because it's probably a lower value property or it possibly might be another person looking to buy it has a house to sell or a flat or an apartment at a lower value. Therefore, we'll look at their house and say, okay, will that work? Uh, yeah, we think that will sell. So you're okay to accept that. So we built the chain all the way through. So we understand the whole process about who's going to sell and more than likely what property will sell and how well it will sell. And that then gives everybody confidence in that chain. That's that skillful chain building. That is a that is a fine art. It's uh, absolutely necessary in this type of market. And if your estate agent is actually quite new, more than likely, they won't have that experience because because chain building's not been done for round about the last five or six years. It's been easy to sell a house. Chain building was very prevalent um, after the credit crunch in the um, late two thousands and the early two thousand and. Two, uh, two, two tens and upwards to the to about the 2015 part uh, mark. That was where chain building is very, very skillful. So there's a lot of agents around that time that understand what chain building is and how to do it. Um, and and the ones from 2015 to, to, onwards don't really have that skill if they've not been in it that long because they've never experienced it. They don't understand what chain building is and how to do that. So uh, always make sure you've got a always make sure you've got an estate agent when you get them out. Ask them how successful they are at chain building. And to give you an example, to give you examples. After all, when you think about the logic of this, when you go for an interview, when you were sitting in front of your boss and or the employer at the time, every single time, what did they say to you? How skilled are you in this? And you would go, well, I'll tell you some examples of how skilled I was. This is what I did here. This is what I did there. And this is what I did here. And they'll go, that's absolutely fantastic. And some other people said, well, I'm not really sure because I've never really done it before. More than likely, these are the ones that didn't get employed. People that got employed were the ones that were successful and demonstrated that skill already with the experience they had. That's how you should be treating the, the discussion you have with an estate agent. You should be giving them situations and asking them, how would you resolve this situation? How would you resolve that situation? Situations that are relevant to your house sale and then see if they can give experience and expertise and wisdom about how they've done this before for someone else. That's how you qualify your stage and find the best one. It's not about what's the cheapest fee you can give me? Because that's a rush to the bottom. That could be anybody that does that. Like literally anybody that does that. Um, and that's not a skill. That's just like, and, and then you've got to think about yourself, a rush to the bottom. Then you have to think then, is if that's what they're doing when negotiating fees, what are they going to do when negotiating the purchase of my house with a buyer? Are they just going to accept any offer that comes in and not negotiate with the buyer? And how many thousands could be, could I potentially lose? That's what you've got to think about. That These are all the things. And that's why you have to... There's another one as well, actually, while I'm on that subject. It's a really good one to ask an estate agent when you're, when you're um, speaking to them, when you're actually interviewing them to see if they're worthy enough to sell your house, because that's that's what you're looking for, is uh, how much more than the home report value do you actually achieve in that area for my type of property? And also, how long does it take you on average to sell a property like mine in this area? And then probably the next one is, where does your buyer normally come from for a property like mine? Um, and give me some examples of that. Always ask for them to give you examples of how, how they've done that successfully. Because some of them out there might actually go, well, mm, eh, I, oh, eh, oh, eh, I don't know. 
because they've not experienced, they've not got like experience and expertise in that field. So that's why it's essential to ask all these questions to make sure that you get the right person selling your property. You know, because you've qualified them to make sure that they have the expertise and wisdom to take you from A to B, because this is a journey. Anybody can sell a house. That's so easy. But not everybody can sell a house in the right period of time you want, but also get the right price point you're after as well. That's probably key. And that might take longer, but it's not necessarily the longer the house stays in the market, the less attractive the price point becomes. It's only the person at that price point isn't in the market to buy your property at that time. And because 20 people make a decision every single day in Fife to buy and sell a property, that person might appear the next day or buy your house. It's as straightforward as that. And then put that bigger, because if you're needing a bigger audience, like from Glasgow, Edinburgh, Perth, Dundee, London, if that's the type of market you're after, the buyer you're after, then it's the same for these areas as well. In these areas, these people make a decision to buy and sell as well every single day. New people always do that. Some people actually decide to move location because it's a better price point. Fife is clearly a more affordable price point than possibly the rest of the UK. And it's very, very idyllic in comparison to what everybody else has got. Literally, you could plant yourself right in the middle of Fife and you're within about 20 minutes of a beach. Either side, more than likely. And it's easy for commuting to get out of Fife into Dundee and over to Edinburgh if you need to. But most people work and live in Fife and actually just stay in Fife itself. They don't need to commute. And for people who actually live in the city now, they remote work. And it's very, very rare they're actually going into the office anymore. So why would they need to live in the city anymore at a big price point and huge costs and less quality and standard living from them and their family if they could just relocate to somewhere like Fife and actually have all that on their doorstep and the beaches on their doorstep, the golf courses on their doorstep, the countryside on their doorstep, the walks and cycling and the running and everything that's round about them rather than actually having to stay in a city. That's why Fife is more attractive. That's often why I say welcome to God's country because literally it is. It's only when you go around the rest of the world you begin to see how attractive Fife is. And yet, you've, if you've lived in Fife all your life and you've never seen anyone else, you kind of think to yourself, it's just Fife. It's only when you travel elsewhere that you realise what Fife's got to offer. So, that's us. Um, um, hopefully that's given you some insight into what's going on and what the market's like as well. Uh, quickly, I'll briefly finish off tomorrow. Uh, Richard and I are having the Wealth Creation Show um, tomorrow. And we are going to be talking about uh, eight steps for smart retirement planning. Wealth Creation Show 1230, tune into that. Uh, this is this is probably based on my retirement planning as well, because I don't know about you. I'm, I'm 56 years old. Um, I'm still putting into my pension. I'm still investing in property. I'm still now looking at ways of passing on generational wealth in the most tax efficient way possible. Um, so this uh, is a template we're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, for potentially um, anyone else out there that's wanting to plan for retirement. If you are 20 years old or below, or between 20 and 30 or 30 and 40, this show is for you as well. Mark my words, because everybody used to say to me in my 20s, you need to take out a pension. And I said, I've got plenty of time yet. But if you understood the eighth wonder of the world, which is compounding interest and compounding wealth, it would blow your mind. And I'm not kidding. You would probably never sleep that night. 
for the excitement of what the future's got for you when you under if you truly understood what compounding wealth meant in the future. And I'll talk about it tomorrow in the Wealth Creation Show at 12.30 live. Uh, one of the things we're talking about, subjects, just the titles. What will you do when you retire? It's quite an important thing. When will you retire? Uh, where are you now in assessing your financial situation? Talking to professionals and formulating a plan, developing an investment strategy, implementing the plan itself, and monitoring your plan and planning for all circumstances. You might think this is a snooze fest. You know, it's like, oh my goodness. It's like, I, I'm not ready for that. You might not be ready to listen to that, but possibly tune in, listen to the podcast, or watch the show later on. And I tell you, there'll be something that will sit in your mind so that when the point of readiness comes along, you'll go, wait a minute, I know where to get that answer. It's on that Wealth Creation Show. The playlist is on here, by the way, for the other, um, I think it's 60, 68 episodes that we did before about everything to do with wealth creation. If you're stuck in a poverty trap right now, we've even done a show about that as well, how to get out of that on the Wealth Creation playlist. So tune in tomorrow and we'll tell you more about that. You can ask questions live as well, by the way, um, and the TikTok generation as well. Ask quite a lot of questions as well. They make quite a lot of comments as well. And, and we answer these questions live at the same time uh, when we're going through this. So this is a two-way street, a, a good communication process. Um, so we'll see you tomorrow at 12.30, Richard and I on the Wealth Creation Show. Until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV. Bye-bye for now.